everybody. It's Jessica and Sadie, and we're back with our second batch of episodes for season five. Today is episode seven. The original air date was August 17th, 2004. And last episode, our first team to check in were Colin and Christy. And so they'll be first to leave this time at 5.33 a.m. And the clue says to fly to Nairobi, Kenya. Once there, sign up for a charter flight to a mystery location. So the rules, I mean, oh, and they have $75 for this lake of the race. And then um, some more details say that they take a, because they're in Luxor right now. So take a flight from Luxor to Cairo. And then you need to take a a cab from the old airport in Cairo to the international airport and find your own way to Nairobi. Yeah, they have, they're given tickets to fly from Luxor to Cairo at either 7 a.m. or 10 Mm a.m. And then just whatever flight they can get from Nairobi or from Cairo to Nairobi. And then once in Nairobi, take a charter to a mystery location, which we don't know where it is yet, (laughs) even though we do because we told you last time we heard where they were going. (laughs) Anyways, so like we said, Colin and Chrissy first to leave. Then shipping came at 6.01, the twins at 6.03, Brandon and Nicole at 6.10, the cousins at 6.28, and Linda and Karen at 6.33. So they're all... One hour. An hour. Mm -hmm. Like we said, that first flight is leaving at 7. So when these last couple teams open their clues and see that there's a flight at 7, they're like, oh, we have to hurry. We might not make it. Mm -hmm. So they're rushing to the airport. But it turns out that that flight is delayed. Of course it is. (laughs) So everybody's on the same flight and on an even playing field. And those first couple teams, well... Basically, Colin is not very happy about it. Um, So they are in, now in Cairo, off of the 7 a.m. flight, which turned into like 7.30 or something. And they're taking taxis from the old airport to the new airport. We talked about that a little bit last episode, or maybe it was even two episodes ago with the whole drama. Yeah. Getting taken to the wrong place. (laughs) And their taxis are all racing each other. But I don't know why they, like, are worried that much. A lot of times I'm like, I don't know why they're worried that much. But sometimes, like, there's only a couple spots left on flights. That's true. So I guess getting there first does matter sometimes. But they all try to go to Air Kenya first, which makes the most sense. But it doesn't open until 11 a.m. And as they're walking into the airport, Christy, like, blocks the door so that Charlotte and Myrna can't get through except for charlotte walks right under christy's arm (laughs) yeah it's kind of it's a automatic opening door and Mm -hmm. christy just puts her hands up and blocks the whole door and yeah charlotte walks right under her arms and runs to the ticketing counter and myrna is like trying to get past her and christy's waiting for colin to pay the cab driver driver it seems like and so and (laughs) they were running and marty says not Marnie. Myrna? Myrna. Oh, I was like, who's Marnie? <laughs> it's the same letters, but in a different order. <laughs> Myrna. <laughs> Myrna says a bad word. <laughs> and yeah. She says, move out of the way. And they're like swearing at each other and yelling. It was I. It was nasty that she did that. <sighs> yeah. And annoying. 
And she thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Too. She's like, did you see what I did? I just blocked the door. Mm-hmm. She tells the, like, she's telling the twins, like, she's, like, so funny. Oh, I, I blocked the door and she called me a blah, blah, blah. And they're like, <laughs> really? And I'm like, that's not cool. That's yeah, childish. Well, the bowling moms didn't like that Christy did that. Mm-hmm. And we're about to um, have two little camps of teams here yeah. that separate themselves. So we have the Colin camp and the Myrna camp, and they even call themselves that on the show. Yeah. So Colin and Christy, Brandon and Nicole, and the twins kind of form a little alliance. They really, all of them really don't like Charla and Myrna. Yeah. So Colin tells them all to come together. Do you guys want to help each other so Myrna and Charlotte don't win? Yeah. And Chip and Kim kind of join in as well. They don't seem like... In the drama. Yeah, they they're just... like not out to get Charlotte and Myrna, but they're like, okay, well, if it will be to our advantage, we'll join this little alliance. But um, Karen and Linda are in the Myrna camp. And, and they say Colin and Chrissy are good, but Charlotte and Myrna are just better. They're better, yeah. Um, so the Colin camp goes to Swiss air and they get tickets on a flight that doesn't leave until the next day. And the Myrna camp goes to Gulf air and get tickets that do that leave that same day and arrive at six 30 in the morning. The next day. Yeah. Like they arrive before the next team would even leave Cairo. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know why they didn't even check. First of all, why Swiss air yeah. when you're in Egypt going to Kenya. And they said something about having a layover in Zurich. That's the opposite direction yeah. by far. Yeah. <laughs> and the Zurich airport, we have <laughs> intimate experience yes. with the Zurich airport. So we know that very small airport <clears throat> very well. Um, there's a, so the Gulf Air has a ticketing booth or a ticketing office, and they're in there and the cousins and the bowling moms are in there and they like are buying their tickets and they tell them to close the door and close the blinds and they're hiding in there from yeah. everyone. And they're like, where are the cousins? And yeah. They, Everybody else is like, where did they go? I'm yeah. sure they found another flight. Let's go see what they're up mm-hmm. to. Cause their flight is supposed to go through Abu Dhabi and um, then to Nairobi and it's way better. But then Colin finds them in the, office Mm -hmm. and he starts talking to the ticket agent and Myrna talks to him in Arabic and he says and she says to him do not help these Americans they are violent do you understand me yeah (laughs) and he's like okay and he doesn't help him at first and we have to address we forgot last episode on season or episode six that Charlotte and Myrna were born in Syria so we were like do they speak Arabic what a weird like what an what an obscure language kind of for mm-hmm. someone from America to know how to speak. But they were born in Syria, which speaks Arabic. Yeah. Arabic is probably their first language. So we shouldn't have been so surprised. Yeah. We kind of forgot that little detail. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to get and that out of the way. It's helped them along these Yeah, last for sure. Weeks. So it's unknown if Colin's camp is going to get on that flight with Gulf Air because they're told that there's not room at first. Mm-hmm. And the cousins are talking to... Brandon and Nicole and the others, and they're like, "That's a, that Swiss Air decision was the stupidest decision any of us has ever made. Like, that was so stupid. What were we doing? What were we thinking? Yeah, what were we thinking? <laughs> that was really dumb. But, oh, in the end, they all get on the same flight from 
Cairo to um, where's the first Abu Dhabi or Dubai? No, Bahrain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bahrain. So and it's then. from Bahrain, then to Abu Dhabi, then to Nairobi, and they're all on that same flight. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Can you imagine if like that those four teams didn't get on a flight until the next day? I know. What would have happened? It would have been like a way a Joe and Bill situation where like some teams were like a day or two behind. <laughs> I know. It certainly would have affected the outcome of this leg mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so they're at their layover in Bahrain and the cousins and the moms, they try to find another flight and they find one through that goes through Dubai that should arrive a half hour earlier than the others going through Abu Dhabi. And they go, they get on that flight, but then their, their flight from Dubai is delayed. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. Only by like an hour, it seems like. Yeah. And when they get to Nairobi, they're, the charters are at set times. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're going to be like super far behind. But there's only two teams on each flight at 8, 8.45 and 9.30. So yeah, obviously, Charlotte and Myrna... And the bowling moms are on that last charter flight. So those other teams knew that Charlotte and Myrna and the bowling moms had gone somewhere else. And they arrived to those um, papers that you have to sign up for the charters. And they didn't see their name. And mm-hmm. they were like super happy about that. Very pleased with themselves. <laughs> so the first charter at 8 o'clock have Colin and Christy and Chip and Kim. The second one at 845, 8.45 have the twins and Brennan and Nicole. And then the third one have... The cousins and the moms. So they're in Nairobi, Kenya, and they're flying through the air to their mystery location. And out the window, they see Mount Kilimanjaro. That's awesome. And and they see like rainbows and water and animals and Mount Kilimanjaro, and it looks amazing. <laughs> and they find out that they are landing and racing in Tanzania. So I'll tell you a little bit about that before we move on. So Tanzania is. It's our fifth country this season, and it's our 30th country so far. I was wondering. I was going to say at the end of the season, we should do a count and see, like, how many we've been to so far. If my calculations are correct. <laughs> it's our 30th country. It's officially known as the United Republic of Tanzania. It's in East Africa on the um, coast with of the Indian Ocean. So Tanzania has... Um, an island off the coast in the ocean that was known as Zanzibar, but mm-hmm. now it's part of Tanzania. Mm-hmm. So Mount Kilimanjaro is in Tanzania. It's the largest mountain in Africa. And it stands at 5,895 meters above sea level and the highest freestanding mountain in the world. Yeah, it's kind of just like there by itself. It's not in a mountain range. It's yeah. like flat and then... There's a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and on the mountain, it is home to every ecological system there is. There's cultivated land, rainforest, alpine desert, and an Arctic summit. Hmm. This looks very amazing and unique. According to the 2022 census, Tanzania has a population of nearly 62 million, which makes it the most populous country located entirely south of the equator. So when I was doing some little research, I'm like, wait, that doesn't seem right. But like Brazil, 
some of it's in above the equator, some of it's south of the equator. Indonesia, some of it is above or below. So Tanzania is all south of the equator, the most populous country. In the 19th century, Tanzania came under German rule, known as German East Africa, and then it was um, under British rule after World War II, and it was governed as Tanganyika and Zanzibar, and then they were they gained their independence in 1963 and merged in 1964 to form the United Republic of Tanzania. It has a presidential constitutional republic. And the country has not experienced major internal strife since independence and is seen as one of the most one of the safest countries and the most politically stable countries on the continent. There are 120 ethnic groups and linguistic and religious groups in this country. Christianity is the largest one and there's a substantial Muslim minority. There are over a hundred languages spoken in Tanzania, making it the most linguistic linguistically diverse country in Africa. But the official national language is Swahili. But a lot of people know English because it's used for trade and diplomacy and um, it's used in as like a primary language of instruction in secondary and higher education. Tanzania contains around 20% of the species of Africa's enormous warm-blooded animals, and there's over 21 national parks, conservation areas, and marine parks, and 38% of the nation's area is dedicated to these conservation areas. And Tanzania has the the largest lion population in the world. Yes, that is... Where you go if you want to go on a safari. Mm -hmm. And Freddie Mercury was born here. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. And a lot of people who go on African safaris also go to the beaches of Zanzibar. Mm -hmm. It says beaches may not be the first thing you think of when you think of an African safari, but the beaches of Zanzibar are famous for a reason. White sand, blue waters, swaying palms, some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. It is... Um, an add-on that you can add on to many safari packages. <laughs> I would love to go there. I know. It's, yeah. Remember when we went to um, Disney World and we, like, toured a lot of the hotels? Yeah. We went to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. And that guy that was, like, telling us about Africa. Remember him? Well, I didn't do this because I was pregnant and I was tired. So I went back oh, to the room and slept. Oh, that's right. And you okay. guys that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So me and my mom and my cousin then went to <laughs> Animal Kingdom Lodge and there was this guy in the lobby just like telling us about Africa and he's, I, I think he was from Tanzania and he said like, if you're going to go to Africa, like your first time should be to Tanzania because it's got a little bit of everything. It's got all the animals, got the beaches and it's like the quintessential African trip so mm-hmm. and it, it looks amazing safe. yeah if, yeah which i think I, i'm pretty sure we've said this before but just like africa americans perception of any country in africa is just that it's so unsafe and mm-hmm. third world and just yeah war-torn countries. yeah but that's not true like there mm-hmm. are some but much of africa is very safe and clean and yeah well let's go yeah <laughs> Well, these teams land in Tanzania. The first two, like we said, are Colin and Christy and Chip and Kim. And they get a clue right off the plane. It says, take a bus 17 miles 
to the town of Matowambu to find your next clue. So there's buses right there waiting for them. <laughs> and <is> so <laughs> Colin and Christy and Chip and Kim get on there and they're tried they're charged five dollars for this ride. Mm-hmm. And no big deal. Then the second charter lands and that has the twins and Brandon and Nicole and they are getting on a bus and they're trying to charge each person $40 or $200 for the group of four. Yeah. And they're like, which Which doesn't doesn't make sense. (laughs) That's not a deal (laughs) or anything. I think they were trying to charge them $200 to leave right then. Oh, instead of wait. Instead of wait for a little bit longer. Yeah. But yeah. So there's a huge fight here between the teams and the bus drivers and they're it seemed like kind of like a nicer bus and may have been like an express bus or something like that (laughs) yes and but they wanted to get their money right away and they said they didn't want to pay them until they got there because they didn't know if they were going to actually get them there yeah there was a bunch of fighting back and forth they were like trying to get off the bus and the people they wouldn't let them get yeah, off. Like, that would be a really scary situation. That would be scary. They were physically holding them back from yeah. getting off the bus. That would be really scary. And the twins were getting nervous and they're like, We're so glad we have Brandon here because he's the one's kind of taking charge. And mm-hmm. Brandon's like, No, I am not giving you our money until we get there. And all this stuff. It seemed pretty stressful. The first bus arrives at Matowambo. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I think. Um, and they get the clue that is a detour, and the choices are buzzing or busy. And buzzing is they each team has to ride one bike, so one bike per team, ride it to a honey farm and harvest two kilograms of honey. And, <clears throat> and they have to put on a bee suit. Yeah, they put on a bee suit. Two kilograms of honey seems like a lot. And if people are afraid of bees. Yeah. But this one seemed easier to me than the I other know, one. I know, and nobody did it. <laughs> they all did busy, which was you go to this little furniture store, load some chairs onto a cart, and each chair has an address that you have to deliver it to, and you have to go deliver the chairs. And the addresses can be hard to find because they're just like rural addresses that mm-hmm. only the locals know. Yeah. And, and they have to all- get a receipt at each one and bring it back yeah. to the end. And all six teams did that same. Yeah. The only people that even questioned it were Colin and Christy. They're like, do you want to do... I think Christy wanted to do bees. Uh-huh. And Colin's like, but you don't... But you, what if we get stung? Like, you have a bee But suit, everybody huh? else, though, busy. The furniture theme was literally like a no-brainer first choice. Which yeah. I was like... I would have picked the bees. Me too. Definitely. So, but they don't. Nope. And they all... Pretty much every team, like hired or had locals helping them out Mm -hmm. which was good yeah a lot lot of kids and teenagers that were helping them out Mm -hmm. and the third charter lands and they also get on a bus right away and they're only charged three dollars like poor second team yeah they got ripped off for sure so chip and kim this is one of the times that just makes me love them even more they are so happy to be in africa they're saying it's like the motherland we see people just like us everywhere Everywhere. we look and they are dropping off furniture to somebody's house and they're just like so happy and the people pull up a chair and tell them to sit down they cut them a piece of watermelon they (laughs) give them a drink of water they're just like hanging out with them and they're just enjoying their time and i love that i love because they know that they're in the first group yeah so they can kind of 
and they really savor the moment a little bit yeah they really do and it's so so cute and it makes me just love them even more it was kind of funny because the kids that were helping them took them to a cushion store at first and they're like why are we here and they're like oh well, we thought you wanted a cushion for your chair. And Chip was like, oh, no, we don't need a cushion. And Kim was like, that's a really good idea, though. Thank you. Yeah. And she was like <laughs> trying to be super nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't – who wants a chair without a cushion? Yeah, they just assumed like, that that's where they were going next. <laughs> yeah. And the second bus that's already experiencing a bunch of stress <laughs> runs out of gas oh on the way there. And they all get off the bus and they're kind of waiting around and – Brandon's like, well, where are we going to get gas? And the guy's like, that, see that guy running over there? Yeah. He's like, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy running over there. And they made them pay $20 more. $20 for the fuel. For that gas. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that. And the third bus, while they're sitting there, the third bus passes them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my gosh. We've made, we've made a lot of progress. Like, we passed them. But then the second bus passes up the third one again. Because the third bus has to stop for a bathroom. Like, oh, all these guys get off and just, and just like, like go in, in the field, field. <laughs> and the second bus passes them. So, and they get off that bus and they're like trying to read their clue and rush. And the bus driver is demanding 10 more dollars from Brandon and Nicole. Like he will not leave them alone. They're even just trying to like read the clue and they're like, leave us alone, leave us alone. No, we paid you. We paid you. And they're like, he's like, give me the money and stuff. And Nicole's like, no, I'm not giving him the money. And Brandon's like, just give it to him. And she's like, are you serious? Like, she's mad that he's telling her to give it to him. And she like threw it on the ground. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. What would we have done in that situation? Yeah. I mean, in that situation, it's just like, he won't leave him alone. Yeah. And he's not going to give up. Yeah. I would have just given him the money. Give him the money. But it was really frustrating. They were probably so mad when they found out how much the other people paid for their bus tickets. <laughs> I know. That is so crazy. Because at that point, it was like $100 per team. Yeah, with the fuel and the yeah. and what, and the other teams paid six or three. Or ten. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, ten total, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways. <laughs> um, when the teams, the first couple teams, they have a pretty easy time doing the detour and they get the clue. It says, make your way to the town of Kibayoni and search for the Kaviche Hotel for the next clue. So all the teams are finishing the detour while Colin and Christy are the first to get to the roadblock at this Kaviche Hotel. And the clue says, who's really hungry? And Colin decides to do it. He's like, "I'm Christy did the caviar. I'm not going to make her do another eating challenge. And, but he's like, but I have a really sensitive gag reflex, so eating is hard for me. Mm-hmm. And they have to eat an ostrich egg, which is equivalent to two dozen chicken eggs. That's so much. Yeah. And they have to cook it themselves, and they can't start cooking. So they have to, like, they have to open the ostrich egg and pour it into this little bowl and fill the bowl all the way to the very top. And they can't start cooking until they, um, until it's all the way full. And then they cook their egg and eat it. Mm-hmm. And so Chip is doing the roadblock. He's having a hard time. No, no, sorry. Colin is doing the roadblock. He's having a hard time. He's like spilling the eggs like over the side. He has to open another one. He like almost picked. Well, I think he did. He picked up egg whites from the ground and put it in his bowl. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Chrissy's getting really frustrated with him. And he's getting frustrated. Yeah. He's getting mad. 
And then Chip shows up and he just like sails through it. Mm-hmm. He prepares the egg so easily and Colin is just like, what the heck? And he has such a good attitude yeah. again. I'm like, that's, yeah. And he eats it really fast. He's really good at these eating challenges, which I was like, wow, we're having two eating challenges on one yeah. season. But compared to the other one, this one doesn't seem oh, as bad. So much easier. <laughs> but Colin is having a hard time. He's like, he, first of all, he's like, cooking his eggs so much he's like i can't i can't i can't do it slimy he even like starts eating and then goes back and recooks it some more just to make sure it's like really well done and while he's doing that he says he's cooking it more and chrissy's like colin there's teams behind us he's like there are like so (laughs) sarcastically like such a jerk and she's like (laughs) whatever (laughs) and then all the teams like start showing up so yeah they all finish the detour pretty quickly yeah the bowling moms actually, because they were they were forty five minutes behind, and they pass up Brandon and Nicole. It seems like they found a shortcut, mm-hmm. and so they were able to pass up Brandon and Nicole. Yeah. But Chip said that he thought this eating challenge was harder than the caviar. Really? He's, oh, I didn't. I missed that. Yeah, part. he said it was harder to swallow the eggs than it was to swallow the caviar. Ugh. He said you had to chew the eggs. That's the true. Caviar you could just swallow. Yeah, and like they they were all like guzzling their drink that they had with them because their eggs were like dry. They all had like a Coke or a water. and <laughs> I did see a little bowl of salt by all of them. I'm like, at least they have some salt to give it yeah. some flavor. I love scrambled eggs. So, but that's a lot. I, like, I know at this point. Four it was eggs like, is good, you know. <laughs> if we did have to choose, and it, but it said, are you hungry? Who's hungry? And I had already done the caviar. I would do this one. But well, we, would, we didn't know. know it was an egg. So you probably still have to do it. <laughs> But Chip does it really fast. He's and his, his table has a bunch of little kids sitting at it with him, and they're yeah. all like laughing with him and stuff. Gosh, I just love chipping him. Yeah, and yeah, he finishes first, and it says travel across the valley by flying fox to the pit stop at Lake Manyara Lookout. Did I get that right? Flying fox. I didn't write this part down, but it was like I just said a zipline. <laughs> it was just like a zipline. Yeah, across. Something to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which seemed very close. Like, none of the teams really no, not far. took long to get there. But Colin's really struggling yeah. to feed his eggs. Karen shows up. And she's like, Colin is being a baby. It's eggs for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, So Chip and Kim were team number one to check in at the pit stop, and they win a trip to Latin America. Colin finally finishes. Then Karen finishes. Yeah, I was really happy that they made up some time there because yeah. they've been at the back. Myrna asks Charlotte to do the challenge. Like, she, like, begs her to do it. She's like, okay, I guess. Yeah. And Charlotte did the caviar, too. Yeah. So. so, yeah, team number two are Colin and Christy, and team number three are Linda and Karen. And then team number four are Brandon and Nicole. <laughs> and at one point, Nicole was like, okay, Brandon, three more bites and you're done. But he still had, like, a third of the bowl left. Yeah. I'm like, stop lying to him. <laughs> it was a big... It was a big story. It didn't look like that much, but also it was a lot though. Yeah. So. So the twins are really struggling to one of the twins. I think Cammie. I think it was Cammie. Yeah. Is the one doing it. She's struggling. She makes it look really hard. (laughs) Yeah. She's like playing your nose with every bite Mm -hmm. and And they're like gagging her and Charlotte are both. It it seems like they're like neck and neck and they're mm -hmm. both just like (laughs) look like they're going to throw up. And you don't really know who's going to be done first but the twin finishes first and then charlotte finishes right after 
So it's like, okay. But all, all of a sudden, it's just the twins going across the zip line and checking in. Yeah. Like, there's literally nothing from when they finish their last bite to when they check in. All these teams. Mm-hmm. And, and you know how, like, The Amazing Grace loves the drama at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? But there and was... the music is always, like... Yeah. All so intense and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. Was, the music was not intense at all. So both of us... We watched this one together, actually. Yeah. We usually watch them separate. But we watched this one together. And the music was so neutral and we're like oh it seems like it's gonna be non-elimination yeah there's no drama like nothing's happening there yeah and all of a sudden charlotte and Mirna show up and phil says they're eliminated yeah we were both pretty shocked (laughs) i was very surprised i was surprised how happy they were too like i thought they seemed really competitive and i thought they were gonna be really extra disappointed to be eliminated they were sad but they weren't like mad I yeah. they were going to be mad. They were eliminated. Yeah. And I think I think they thought it was going to be a non-elimination too. Yeah. So they were probably just kind of trying to process it still. So, But we we're it was just the weirdest ending to an episode. It was so it anticlimactic. Was, yeah. It was very weird. So. But. Yeah. <laughs> so Myrna and Charlotte were saying nice things about each other. And Charlotte said. I just wanted to come on the race to prove to the world how much I can do. There's always people thinking I can't do it and I have to work extra hard to accomplish my dreams and saying all these things. And it even makes Phil cry. I know. He gets choked up. and <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen Phil cry. No, I don't think I have either. I mean, obviously I watched this and it was a long time ago, but. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, well, and Myrna is one heck of a teammate. And Sharla says, like, they just say how much they love each other and that they were glad that they ran this race together. Mm-hmm. and. I was surprised, and I'm sad. I wanted them to go a little bit further. Yeah. We really liked them in the beginning. There was that one little episode where with the – was it with the taxi? When they tried to steal Colin and Christie's taxi that we yeah. were like, eh, that wasn't my favorite thing. But It was just a few things that were like – there's kind there of were annoying. always such the victim. Yeah. Well, and they like wanted the dramatic, to play, like he's trying to assault me, yeah. and <laughs> they wanted to use Charlotte as like they wanted to use her to their advantage when they wanted to get flights and stuff like that. Yeah. But then they also just acted like the victim all the time when another team called them out on something yeah. or asked them, you know, or like you know, it was just they were so dramatic. Mostly Mirna was so dramatic. Yeah. When it came to things like that. And that was that was the hard thing that we had like a hard time with them. But it wasn't as bad the last episode or two. And I I would have liked to see them go a little bit further. But And it was funny because towards the beginning of the episode when the two camps were being formed and Chip and Kim were like, I mean, we don't really have a preference. Like we're yeah. not in the drama. But Kim said, Charlotte and, and I mean, Myrna and Colin are pitted against each other we're just hoping that they'll knock each other out of the race yeah like it's gonna be nice that we don't have that tension now mm-hmm. between Myrna and the Colin fighting, yeah they did not like each other no that was I don't like when people fight like that <laughs> I know well they did very well overall their average was 3.7 they took fifth then second, second, fourth, second, fifth, sixth. So their average was better than their overall placement. And okay, so remember when we were doing the team intros and we're like, oh, like Phoenix, Arizona, and 
Baltimore, Maryland. Like they're they don't even live that close. Mm-hmm. No, Phoenix, Maryland. There's a town in Maryland called Phoenix. Oh. So we'll okay. just clarify that. So they do live really close to each other because they were like, we go to the casino. Yeah, every so other I was like, week. how do they hang out all the time if yeah. they live in like across the country from each other? So mm-hmm. that makes a lot more sense. Yes. So, um, but they are the first team of cousins. They are the first Asian American and the first Middle Eastern team to compete in the race franchise. So, and obviously Charlotte was the first little person and the first person with a disability, like a physical disability in general. And I don't know if I would have even called it a a disability. Yeah. She kept up with everybody. Mm -hmm. She did just as well as anybody else could. So yeah, she really did. Um, Charlotte does have a Facebook. She's married and she has a daughter. She hasn't posted in a while. I don't know. Her daughter's probably like an early teenager now. Okay. And <clears throat> Mirna, I'm pretty sure Charlotte got married, was married before the race. Mirna got married after the race. Mm. So she has two kids that are probably, I don't know, eight or nine, and they're twins. She's a lawyer still. She owns her own firm. They both look exactly the same. And I was telling you this, Sharla is friends with a lot of the people from this season on Facebook, like Chip and Kim and Christy. So, and she posted a picture of all of them at the Emmys. Huh. Um, it, it was this top, like the top six teams. They were all at the Emmys together when Amazing Race won hmm. best um, reality competition show. Nice. So I don't know if that means that they get an Emmy too. I wouldn't think so. I, just the producers probably. Yeah. So, but they were there and they all were like taking pictures together. So it seemed like they all mended their differences and. Nice. That's good. Yeah. And we see them again, right? We do. They come back for all stars on season 11. So okay. we'll see them in a few seasons. And I've tried really, really, really hard not to like get the information mixed up to see, because mm. I don't want—I don't want to know how well they do in All Stars. So, well, did you see how many roadblocks they each did on this oh, one? I can see that. Yes, let's see. Because I feel like Charlotte did more than Mirna. It seems that way, actually. Let's see. Mirna did two, and Charlotte did four. So yeah. Well, okay. Think that is all we've got for this week. We're probably are we going to Dubai? I think so. I, I mean, think, I think we're leaving Tanzania next time. I There's think not... we're going back to the Middle East area. Yeah. I think from what we've seen on. Oh, I don't think I saw. I just think that's the natural. <laughs> yeah. Progression. So that's what I think, but I guess we will see. Yep. And we're doing our recording on a new recording platform. And all I have to do is just push a button and our outgoing music is going to play. So let's see if it works. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, the Amazing Rewatch podcast. Please like, rate, and review, and share with your friends, and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening. Bye.